0: checking like where the volume was picking up at cool <laughs> i changed the settings whenever shelby was here i had it where it would pick up like a full 360.
1: <laughs> i can beatbox on the table and not hurt anything I can do that and get really excited with Oh wait do level.
0: that again and don't talk there it is i heard some people are we on yeah <laughs> I heard some people say getting the kind that of, have these springs is bad because you can hear. I like that actually. You can hear that vibration. It sounds like a guitar. Um.
1: Like the, we could play this underneath the intro song.
0: <laughs> but yeah, welcome I saw, to the nightmare
1: box. I saw some reviews saying it? that was bad. Do what?
0: I saw some reviews saying that was bad. I've I, I've never noticed whether or not I could hear it. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Are you okay? Yeah,
0: I just, like, you started banging, and I was like, oh, there it is. Like, I was trying, I think the shock mount absorbs most of it. So I was just curious. I'm fascinated.
1: Can I introduce the Yeah. Welcome to the Nightmare Box, presenting Mistakes for Made. Name is Brett Bloom. I'm sitting here with the beautiful, the effervescent, the gorgeous, the slightly blocked out of my vision by our cool new toy we're going to talk to you about today. Kristen
0: Pannington. <laughs> um, hey, i <I'm> we... sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry I throw off the vibes. You threw off the energy. <laughs> sorry. Early. Uh, we should probably go ahead and get this out of the way first, because this is supposed to be a two-star Tuesday episode.
1: And once again. It's not. It's not going to be.
0: And it's probably not going to be for a while, if we're being honest. Um, well, we're going
1: to still try to do them, you know, if we can... Get a movie, and we're going to be recording and releasing still, but um, yeah, yeah, and if we can added hour and a half there,
0: (laughs) yeah, if we can make it work, we'll do a few here and there. And there's one in particular that we still want to try to do, but um, Brett has some editing contracts he needs to get out of the way, and we have some packing we need to do. So until.
1: Those are no longer issues. Two Star Tuesdays are going to be a little yeah. spotty. We call it Operation Jailbreak. I want to come up with a cool name for the move. <laughs> we got Burrow Bust, but that just sounds like something that like a high school student council would come up with for <laughs> like, a lame prom. And uh,
0: you can't go too far off to the
1: side because the mic. Well, I'm, I'm trying to get to where I can see you. Like <laughs> either way, I'm just staring at the microphone. Let me turn it. There we go.
0: Because it only picks up in a certain pattern, oh, okay. and if you're too far to the side, it's not gonna pick up.
1: Do you want to do a podcast today?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do want to do a podcast. I'm oh, sorry. It's a new toy. We're adjusting to know, it. It's um.
1: God damn.
0: A, a big she, change. she
1: keeps moving wires, and I'm trying to talk to her.
0: <laughs> Well, I want to see you. I also want to hear you, though. <laughs> what do we get, both get our own mics? So you can do whatever the hell you Figure want to do.
1: Figure Yeah, no, I'll cut your whole goddamn side off. It'll be a jungle <laughs> of wires that you'll spend the rest of eternity. It'll just be, we'll change the name from Mistakes Were Made to Kristen Plays With Wires.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so what were you saying?
0: Oh, I was just saying, two-star Tuesdays are going to be a little inconsistent yeah, for a little yeah. bit.
1: I'm um, going to definitely try to get them done. Fuck it, might release one on a Sunday or, you know, depending on our schedules and shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we've got to get the fuck out of here, and uh, that's made it a little more difficult. We're not giving up on you. You're still getting the same amount of time with us. It's probably against your will that you do just <laughs> out of love, but... Um, why am I insulting myself this early? You threw off the whole. I'm I was sorry. like, I was like zen as I'm fuck. Sorry. I sit on the porch. <laughs> Diane, a <of> heat rash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: I, I just like I was very fascinated by that because I hadn't noticed because the the only time we've used. Well, now this... it's all.
1: That's the only thing I want to do.
0: Oh, that's that was bassy. Isn't it? Well, the only time we've used the setup was while Shelby was here, so there were so many of us talking that I wasn't really paying attention yeah. to, um, like, the bumps and the bangs she and all that. She probably
1: would have appreciated the springs. And uh, after that episode, I think she might know a thing or two about springs. Like, she had a lot of, like, really interesting knowledge, like, shit that I wouldn't Oh, yeah, to to for about. sure like a whole other side of the world that I've never encountered. And I feel like if I was like, yo, what do you know about sprinks?" She drop some serious. <laughs> She'd be like yeah. Back I didn't, in the 1850s. which
0: I feel like that's probably elementary school knowledge. I probably should know that, but I didn't know that their wings were made of tiny scales. Uh-huh. I thought that was like a powdery texture. That
1: was the color. No, it was a super interesting episode and I'm really happy that we did it. I couldn't stop smiling for like the rest of the evening. I was <laughs> like, we had a guest. <laughs> somebody came out. in here and we didn't all just have a panic attack. You know, we did.
0: <laughs> By the time you guys are listening to this episode, that one will be out already. But I'm as we're recording this today in the middle of editing uh, the episode with Shelby and it turned out really well.
1: Yeah, that's what you've been saying, that the conversation flowed, you know, good. Uh, Lee, goodly,
0: goodly. <laughs> goodly. <laughs>
1: um, we are floundering <laughs> right now. <laughs> Need direction. Give me direction.
0: I have a topic I want to talk about. Um, Speaking of the new setup, uh, which I mean we're only on episode. This will be 26, I believe, um, when this one comes out. So we're not super far into the podcast, but um, I've been putting off getting like the shock mount and the arm setup and all of that because. You know, I've read like a lot of reviews like, Oh, you got to get the nice ones. Like you don't want to waste your money on the cheap ones. The cheap ones aren't any good and whatever. And so like the arm alone that I was originally looking at, not including the actual shock mount piece, cause they're two separate pieces you have to buy. The arm was like a hundred dollars and I was like, God, if I got to buy two of those, like, yeah. that's damn near what the mics cost, you know, just to get an arm to hang them mm-hmm. on. Oh, sorry. i I don't know why i'm apologizing you can't really hear that anymore
1: (laughs) (laughs) it just sounds like
0: it's very quiet though i think the shock mount's still absorbing quite Mm a bit of that but um i ordered because we've brought that up before we've been having issues with Jax's nails and stuff and i um found a grinder on Amazon to grind his nails instead of clipping and so far that's been going well so if you're having issues clipping your pet's nails like try a a nail grinder.
1: He didn't fucking move at all. If I had found this three years ago we wouldn't be having the whole nail issue that we've been having for the past (laughs) month and a half at this point.
0: But I don't have Amazon Prime so I don't get free shipping unless it's like one of those items where they're like, if you spend over $25, yeah. you get free shipping. And I think if, I
1: accidentally signed up for Amazon Prime when I bought Zombievers. And I sick shit is I think I already have an account. I think I created an account to buy Zombievers. <laughs> and now I've set up two Amazon Prime accounts. Not <laughs> a not 100% sure. I'm watching for automatic payment. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah. I
0: want to say, well, I don't know. I don't, I've never paid for Prime. Like whenever yeah. I first went back to college, they gave me a year free of Prime because I was a student, and then after that expired, I was like, oh, I don't want to pay for that. But the point yeah, is... it might have
1: been all it was, is if it does expire, then it, I probably finally expired. At, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. But uh, the point is, Jax's grinder was not $25, and... This is probably going to sound a little stupid, but I do not want to pay shipping. I will buy a whole tw- another twenty-dollar item instead of paying the five-dollar shipping because in my mind that's five dollars that I've wasted, that I could have gotten something worth five dollars for. Yeah, probably so,
1: from Amazon. You know?
0: Yeah, and so because the grinder was not under. Or was not over twenty-five dollars, and it was something we really legitimately needed. And I am stubborn; I don't want to pay shipping. <laughs> I was like, "Well, fuck it! I'm gonna find a setup for the mic." Yeah. So I bought um, this arm and this shock mount, and I think both of them were under uh, twenty dollars a piece. Like they weren't uh, twenty dollars together, but I think each of them were under mm-hmm. twenty dollars. So like that put me over the amount to get free shipping, well, and I was just like, "Well,
1: over the amount, because you were only supposed to spend five <laughs> <yeah>. bucks." <laughs>
0: On principle. I thought,
1: almost stared at this and I was like, Should she do all this for seven dollars? It's like, No, I spent 40 bucks. So yeah, like, oh, it's shoot. about,
0: yeah, I think the arm was about 20, but the arm came with um another pop screen and then a windscreen to put on top of the mic, so we're not even using the pop filters right now because the windscreen is,
1: yeah, the pop filters made absolutely no difference. Yeah, we sit far enough away, and I guess we don't use a lot of p words.
0: Well, it eliminates. It doesn't do a good job for me because I have super harsh ones, but it eliminates like that harsh S sound a little bit, yeah. too. So I that's why I like to use them, because I have harsh S's. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I bought this just because I didn't want to pay $5 for shipping. Mm-hmm. And it's actually turned out to be, oh, so far, this is only the second time we've used it, a damn good investment. Well, like We've
1: got a lot more space on the table.
0: Yeah, and, like, I mean, you can still hear that, but it's not like this... Like yeah. blowing out the level, Which like is what vibration. It was, when
1: it was. One of our big issues was to yeah. get like wound up, and I have a tendency to hit things or throw things.
0: <laughs> you slam the drinks down.
1: Slam the drinks down when I'm trying to make key points. But no, it it, it it's been a really good investment. and it, it didn't cost you know hardly any money. I thought we'd be running up you know two three hundred dollars worth of expenses trying to get you know the next
0: step up step in up quality which if we wanted to have like a serious setup like
1: a joe rogan setup god that'd probably be thousands of dollars no, but that would probably be millions of dollars <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude this some serious
1: money and probably makes a lot of free time like it's it's weird
0: <laughs> but it had me thinking because i am kind of guilty mm-hmm. about it um like the excuses we make to not do the things that we want to do and i feel like especially in the film industry i don't have the money yeah. is the like one of
1: the biggest excuses i see
0: and um
1: but it takes money to make money you spend it on something like this and if you can come up with a way to make more than 40 dollars out of its use then you've You've won.
0: Yeah, I mean... <laughs> like,
1: it's an investment. It's not a toy. You yeah. Know? It's like the cameras and the lenses and the, mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's not just some play school thing that sits in the room. Like, you have to use it for work. Yeah. Like, this laptop. I didn't have to pay for. Graduation present. Got a MacBook. And MacBook Pro. I don't know... There's a difference.
0: You got the nicer one.
1: Yeah. Um... <laughs> And My mom was like hesitant like to a level. she's like, "Well, you know da, da, da. but I'd blown out two HPs. I do a lot of stuff, <laughs> so yeah. we looked at it the other day and it was already like I got it back in December. I think I had hundred eighty six writing files. Oh yeah, you're, that's yeah, right, 20.
0: yeah. when you were trying to transfer your hard drive, that was madness.
1: Yeah it was like you're sitting on like damn near 200 things, some of them are a paragraph long, some of them are 20 pages long. But I think I've got my mother's money worth. Oh
0: yeah, for sure. Um, and because
1: we run the podcast through that motherfucker, do all the writing on that thing. Um, it, it it turn everything into a tool. You have got it.
0: And this is a little anti-watch watching
1: porn on your MacBook. It's better than that. <laughs>
0: this, is anti- like this is a little anti. This <laughs> is a little anti the point I'm trying to make. But um, I will say. If you have the money to invest in quality things, uh, you can fight me. If you're a PC person, if you want, I personally don't <laughs> think there is good quality. I don't
1: understand the difference between PC people and laptop just, people. Is I'm it Mac people. PC? Is HP not even in the conversation? What? Is well, I,
0: I think um, like any any honestly anything that's not Apple is generally thrown into the PC category, like oh, okay. HP uh, Vista or you know Vista's Windows. you you know what i mean i don't use pcs (laughs) um but uh i i don't think pcs are as good quality like every laptop that i've ever owned like maybe a desktop if you do a personal build is a better computer i'm not
1: using it for video games you know just the ease of being able to do research on it and then like transfer things over like this thing it, it, it I still find new shit on it. I've had it for like six months, and I'm like, the holy fuck, it does that too? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like
0: every PC, my
1: HP would crash just trying to turn itself on. Yeah, you you waited like 10
0: 15 minutes for Word to load one time. like you writing
1: yet? No, second cup of coffee still waiting on that fucking thing to pull Word up.
0: Yeah, and every PC I've ever owned, like within two years, has died on me, even if I've taken good care of it. And my, because I also have a MacBook Pro that I've had for a couple of years now, I've dumped soda and coffee on it both now and it's still running. <laughs> like, I wouldn't
1: advise it. Try no. to keep your beverages <laughs> far away from... Equipment. I would not
0: advise it and for the love of God <coughs> turn it off immediately and unplug it if you do. Do yeah. not immediately try to use it. But my, my laptop is still
1: chugging along. The keys are a little more sticky but, you know, it still works. But Those things are champions.
0: That's a little anti the point I'm making. I've, yeah, if you can I've afford told a good... at the
1: pawn shop I found the like, first generation Apple Oh the, yeah, the you sent me a picture of it. Where it was like fucking three inches thick. Uh-huh. It, it looked like a speaking spell. It still had
0: uh, the CD port. Yeah, in it. still had the
1: CD port and everything. <laughs> it was this crazy looking shit. We couldn't get it to turn on. That thing was super Aww. dead, which was mm-hmm. probably why it was still sitting in the back because it's an antique. Somebody would like to fix eventually, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting here thinking, like, if we could have turned it on, the concept of this thing coming out in like 97 or whatever the fuck they launched that first laptop. Uh, like, I remember sitting on a PC in 95, mm-hmm. 97, and uh, not even being frustrated that it took 20 minutes to like load a news article. You know? <laughs> like so, good up,
0: yeah. good old dial up tone as you try to connect to the internet. Yeah, like
1: sitting on my mom's lap as a toddler. And then she would click something and then get up and make tea and drink tea and smoke a cigarette and come back and see if the <laughs> website had loaded so that she could do that whole process again. I wonder what the original MacBook was doing. Like I, I am not of the age where I was going to get that type of equipment. Those people are probably in our audience. And write us an email. Send it in. I-
0: <laughs> Nightmareboxproductions.com. <laughs> But okay, uh, nice computers aside, yeah, if you can invest in a nice computer, I would probably recommend splurging there, but that aside, um, it's a bullshit excuse to not do what you want to do because you don't have extra money to throw around. I own
1: two typewriters, yeah.
0: Well, like, you have this nice laptop, and yeah, you also have two typewriters, and you still spend a lot of time writing on paper.
1: No, I do a lot of it by hand. Yeah. I just killed my second legal pad of the year.
0: (laughs) Oh wait, of the new ones that we bought?
1: Yeah, this is the my new one that I put on the other day. Oh, okay. There's one over there, I think, and then there's the one that I just finished up.
0: I thought you meant like the new ones we bought. You'd already blown through no, one. No, this is the first. I was like, holy crap! Yeah. <laughs> we just got those.
1: So I've bull- I've already blown through a pack of legal pads in 2019. We are currently sitting in what June? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> 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 and like, um so many people nowadays like if you don't own a smartphone of some sort then yeah you're a little more disadvantaged there but so many people nowadays i think there's own, an advantage to it but well as far know, as like to trying to do film work um because I mean, oh, to yeah, be honest like smartphone. with a you're flip phone flip phone i'm adding it to the list i am <laughs> flip starting this, this phone list. The you're flip not flown. filming jack shit but like so <laughs> many people have smartphones nowadays and if you can't afford an actual camera my smartphone if you know how to edit the photos will take just as good photos as my camera like yeah i gotta tinker with them i take them in an app and color correct them and sharpen them and all that shit but like the end product is just as good
1: and you have to learn a lot more about taking those types of shots because they have to be damn near perfect to get that level of quality you just have to work harder with the equipment that you have like we you know, I, I know we bring up the dolls, but we have limited working experience together, and it's the only film that I've ever been a part of. So, <laughs> um, adapted and overcame like a motherfucker. Yeah. The door doesn't fit in the doorway. <laughs>
0: yeah, and you chopped it down Besides, size, like, and tons of thrift store shopping, borrowing store stuff Door didn't from fit people. in the doorway
1: in 2000 and, was that 18? Yeah. Yeah, 2018. Really, really difficult to find clothesline. Very. I didn't that, I didn't yeah. think I went that to would be such five a different stores in Murfreesboro, goddamn Tennessee. The middle of nowhere kind of is that to us.
0: Where did we end up finding it? somewhere kind of obscure.
1: I think I just used like rope. Like we no, we found it at uh old time pottery. We but we did the,
0: end up buying rope, didn't we, instead, or did we buy Think, no, we bought clothesline. Yeah, I think
1: right. we found clothesline, but we were trying to find the posts and we couldn't find them, so we had to make the whole goddamn tie trees together. <laughs> 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 like super country. <laughs>
0: yeah, like scoured all the typical mm-hmm. places like Walmart and all that, couldn't find it anywhere, which probably really would have worked if yeah, you just we desperate. Yeah, we bought and... all
1: those goddamn dolls in Goodwill. Yeah. And we, we went through Goodwill baskets. Which we, we still spent
0: yeah. a fair amount of money. Like we did spend a couple hundred no. dollars. But you Not could, on dolls. No, not on we dolls. We had to buy like a door. Dollar a
1: pop. The door was like forty bucks. And then we right? had to
0: buy the dolls and then I paid our composer and then we had to buy food for everybody, so it racked up a couple hundred at the end. Yeah, I don't know.
1: the food and the composer. I think of like
0: the immediate cost the immediate yes.
1: if if everybody was working for free this
0: <laughs> i mean pretty much everybody yeah. was working for free well they, they, were, <laughs> they were
1: but i mean you know if we weren't in charge of taking care of them if it was like you guys are all here on our passion project hope you brought your sandwich today <laughs>
0: you <know? laughs> your own lunches
1: yeah so i only count like those like i guess like prop cost in my mind it's mm-hmm. like budget. But that's why I don't make films. I write stories. I, I could write the craziest most expensive script in the world and that's your problem. That's not my problem.
0: Yeah, you have actually I think uh, a couple of yeah, times and a I've car had to bomb, be like a car crash.
1: Uh, a- yeah, I
0: was like, I don't have that kind of money, so let's maybe not.
1: It's was like I need a dude to pull his brain out of his own head and you're like, "Nah." I ain't <laughs> we did
0: fake the um Injection for Ziggy though, and I I did not think we were gonna be able to pull that off for a minute there, and.
1: Uh, and we did a jump scare. In the bathroom. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: I really gotta finish editing that. <laughs> I am slacking hardcore. <laughs>
1: Daryl, if you're listening, I promise you we're working on it. One we're, day. We are working on it.
0: We still gotta finish shooting some stuff. I still haven't
1: figured out a car bomb. So if you
0: if you know how to fake a car bomb. We did a uh,
1: we did a hanging. We did. We well, don't show. not released yet. That wasn't. One, that yeah, one's coming down the pike.
0: I'm sorry, guys. I have, been, <laughs> I have. been 2019 has not been my a, year for film. Okay. I guess.
1: Uh, we've, been, we've, we've launched a podcast. Uh, I'm still writing. Super on top uh, of that. I'm still writing, but I'm never getting to the second stage of like editing it down and putting it on the website. So uh, a, a week ago, I resorted, I guess, to just reading it <laughs> on you know, here. So I was like, I don't have the time. We're working full time. T- I'm, I'm not going to bitch about our situation. We're in a fantastic situation, and I'm very positive about it.
0: We're leaving soon.
1: And we're leaving soon. But we were, you know, not were, we are, I've been editing the fucking past times and screw me up. <laughs> um, I forgot what I was going to say. I, I, I got my blood pressure too high. I was like, <laughs> be grateful. Oh, I'm sorry. Deep breaths. Be grateful. It'll come back. It'll be Okay. <laughs> try not to blow my lid early here okay i'm back (laughs)
0: today's a chill day um but yeah like i guess kind of final thoughts on that topic um the first camera that i ever bought i was uh like just at the beginning of my film classes for college and it was a canon t5i which um the t3i i believe is like a lot of people recommend if you're just super super broke and you just need something because i think you can get the canon t3i for like 100 200 bucks like it's crazy cheap and um i really did not want because like i said i'm kind of guilty of that i really did not want the t5i (laughs) i I had my eyes on a camera that was worth a thousand dollars i did not want the t5i but i couldn't afford the other camera so i bought the t5i and that was the first camera i ever bought i gave it to my oldest sister when I eventually upgraded, but, um, it served me very well for, I think about a year before I finally upgraded it. So there's not any shame. And if you can't afford the like best product that everybody's using or everybody's raving about or whatever, I learned a lot. And like, I I go back and I revisit those early projects and I'm like, holy hell, I didn't know anything about white balance back
1: then. No, I, I, I I see it as an interesting challenge, and um, photographers that come in the pawn shop, we don't have a lot of cameras these days. We sell a lot of them on eBay, and we've more or less stopped taking them in, because it's like, this came out in 2003, and it serves no purpose anymore, <laughs> that market moves quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do get guys in who are like, no, I want the cheaper thing. I want to make something on the cheaper thing. Yeah. Okay. It does this one specific thing, like the the rate of the zoom out is just jerky enough for what I need. And they'll come in and, will you know, spend 80, 90 bucks. But we get a lot of college students that come in that are looking for their photography class. And they're like, well, that one wasn't made, you know, in the thing. you know, was like, well, why wouldn't you just go to your teacher and go, I went to a pawn shop. I went to a couple of pawn shops. This is the best one I could find. and then learn how to shoot on something that's obsolete. Mm -hmm. Typing on a typewriter builds forearm muscle. It is a struggle to get into the zone when your wrists are tilted up at that angle. It's not writing on a Mac, but, but it teaches you something about writing because you can flow into that. Like hitting the speed back.
0: I feel like also. But
1: it also pauses you at the end of every line. So it's.
0: I Ding. feel Ding. 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 D- like also, which I'm not a writer, so maybe I'm wrong, but just it seems like you would have to put more um, thought and care into your work because you can't, can't hit the hit delete the button. Space. Yeah. So if you're yeah.
1: writing a letter, you have to think about every word. Mm-hmm. I misspell shit on my typewriter all the time. My biggest issue is because I learned how to type in our era. I'm very very fast. <laughs> And so when you're typing on a typewriter, you have to hit the key and let the key fall. And then as it's falling, hit the next key. But I have a tendency to just hit it the rate yeah. that I can hit it on my laptop so smear once, once I get up to speed. And the they'll, they'll, uh, little legs will kick up to hit the paper and they'll stick to each other. And then I can't do anything uh, <laughs> I've gotten it once where I got them stuck together and then I didn't realize it and I hit like three or four more keys because I typed very quickly you oh, know and they were all just a fucking mess at the oh like, no shit and then you gotta like make sure not to bend them break them or back anything down.
0: I didn't even think about yeah, yeah like typing
1: go too quick you'll tear the ribbon like it, it, there's it it it, it... It's a completely different experience. Writing by hand is a different experience because it's not as fast. So you have to be more contemplative. I can sit here and give you 2,000 words before this podcast is over. Like, it doesn't mean that it's going to be any good. It just means those words exist. Yeah. You have to write them down. So you have to contemplate, (laughs) meditate, and it's not going to hurt your forearms the way a typewriter will. (laughs) Cocaine and a typewriter has created so much literature. I'm just saying. (laughs) Stephen King's entire career, cocaine and a typewriter. Hemingway, alcohol and a typewriter. Hunter S. Thompson, probably both, at 9 o'clock in the morning on a typewriter. These guys would get into a flow state and they still fucking wrote like that. So there's a skill there and a lesson that should be learned.
0: And the workout yeah. lugging that shit around.
1: Hitchcock had a black and white. <laughs> he had to do everything he wanted to do in black and white to an audience that, or a country, rather, that um, was having zero of his shit. they <laughs> were like, no, it's, all, it's too dark, it's too fucked up. He had to fight that with that quality of a thing, so there's a lesson to be grasped there. I'm mm-hmm. not a hipster. I like not just depending on the MacBook. Yeah. Certain stories. Especially deserve more time. You know,
0: at the luck that you have with computers. Exactly. Like,
1: <laughs> at this point, I frankly can't trust them, and I think they're out to kill us. <laughs> it's a real thought. Sorry. I'll if you had to shoot on an obsolete thing, not like obsolete two years ago, but like it's been obsolete, like like our grandparents wrote on typewriters and our mm-hmm. parents learned to write on typewriters. So maybe something in that obsolete where our parents saw it fall away. What do you remember from your early childhood that you think you could shoot a film on? Or well, I never,
0: I never owned a,
1: um, so we'd be talking into, like, old-school Seinfeld uh, stand-up microphones right now, just holding them to our heads.
0: <laughs> I never <laughs> owned a,
1: um... Talking into a tape recorder <laughs> we would have to sell to people to make this fucking thing
0: happen. <laughs> I never owned a film camera I owned, like, to shoot film on. I owned a uh, film camera to just take pictures with. That was the first camera I ever owned. Um, So I, I, you know, for a long time in my teenage years, that's what I used. I don't think I got a digital camera until after high school, maybe, actually. I didn't get a smartphone until I was near the tail end of high school, because that was, like, when smartphones were like first becoming a thing like while i was in high school and i you know they were expensive i couldn't afford one until like maybe my junior senior year but i used a like actual like film camera yeah. to take pictures you with to go to
1: walgreens and develop those little tubes and get yeah. The big envelope. yeah i've got boxes and boxes of those. yeah
0: i i used one of those probably until after I graduated actually cuz all of my yeah cuz I remember that all of my what year um was that
1: like 07 Yeah, I graduated in
0: 07 and all of my pictures from graduation and all of my pictures from prom and all of that were actual like photographs that I had to have developed.
1: It's all of mine in 09 where I bought a disposable.
0: Yeah, and, and that yeah. was like at that time like very affordable cuz like film had been around for a long a time.
1: Motorola Razor like first generation that had Stayed alive until I was like 21, so I've, I kept that bitch around. I didn't get a smartphone <laughs> until I was like 22. I was in Japan. Like, <laughs> oh, I think I was like
0: 17, 18 <laughs> when I finally down. got one. Like, I knew people who had them, but I couldn't afford one. So people like still a... had
1: dictionaries back then. Now I've got six of them on one shelf.
0: <laughs> My mom had a whole set of encyclopedias. Encyclopedia yeah. Britannica? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I did a ton of research for school projects on those. But... Um,
1: you sell those shits door by door. You know how people <laughs> used to do that? They didn't give you a scam phone call. You'd just sit down for family dinner, they'd knock. Now mm-hmm. they just wait till you sit down and they call you and you're like, that's a scam.
0: <laughs> uh, but as far as like actual cameras to like shoot film on, my mom used to have um tape recorders, mm-hmm. like not not like audio tape recorders, but like cameras that would re- record on tape instead of Oh shit. Um on film. So I think, I think that was pop
1: the cassette. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I my think dad that was had one of those. That's still around here somewhere. Yeah.
0: I don't know. if I, I think my mom got rid of hers because it's so clunky and so heavy. Like I think her. My dad
1: liked it because it was the only way that we could play back those cassette tapes. It, <laughs> it was like these cassette. I'm not going to Walgreens and converting these to DVDs so I can convert that to digital. No. <laughs> I own this camera, and if you pop this film into this camera, you can watch it on a tiny <laughs> screen. It wasn't by yourself, drunk at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> There's a sad picture of my father. <laughs> <Aww>.
0: <laughs> it wasn't quite like as ridiculously large, but the one my mom had kind of looked like something you might see like a news reporter using. So you, it had oh, like a shoulder. Yeah, bro. it had like a shoulder pad that you God like rested damn. on your shoulder, no, and an eyepiece like, that you looked through the eyepiece, no, and that was the was only like way. A
1: tiny like. No, hers. Holder type shit. Hers
0: was like a motherfucker. Why it was did heavy. she own that? Cause that was that was like one of the first cameras like that that she could. What afford. happened
1: in your childhood that deserved a goddamn newsman to follow you around? It, it,
0: wasn't, quite <laughs> it wasn't quite as big. It wasn't quite as big. It was it was the home version or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah you yeah. had to prop it on your shoulder and it had an eyepiece that like pulled down and you like looked through the eyepiece and uh, that was the first uh, camcorder it's like a I ever used. Box size. Smaller, like a a, 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 a small. Boombox, but yeah, it was did heavy. Did you grow
1: up, nineteen eighty four? I've never seen one of those in my life, yeah. except being followed around by reporters and get shot in the head.
0: I mean, <laughs> my parents were like really big into technology and stuff like that. So every time like, there was did something, did they make
1: films? Have we seen like anything? home videos? Like my mom. They did. made home videos with a shoulder rig.
0: Yeah, like a lot. My mom used to like take tons of photos, and like she was big into. Doing home videos and taking no, pictures we did, and We stuff. did
1: those too, but I don't remember a shoulder rig.
0: Oh, I mean, she bought it. I'm sure when I was significantly younger, but yeah. I just remember when I was a teenager, that was like the first like just, camcorder that I ever seems used. Like it
1: would be horrifying.
0: <laughs> she, I think, she eventually got rid of it. She now has like a little tiny digital no, one I that want just has one. a pop out screen. A want
1: one. But that sounds <laughs> horrifying at a time where we, you know, that's not in our history. Like that, <laughs> that was the future, and it's just like smile at the camera. It's just leaning right over the top of you like a bazooka, just stealing Megan, your soul. My
0: <laughs> sister Megan was always really big into because it, it had like a little like eyepiece, you know. Yeah. At the end, Megan would always like. When we were, like, little, little kids, like, her big thing was she would always come poke her eye into it, so you just get this sudden, like, shot of Megan, like, a close-up of her eyeball. That was, like, her thing she really enjoyed. (laughs) Yeah, that was my first camera I ever used. God damn.
1: (laughs) Would you shoot a film on it?
0: Uh, probably not, like, today, just because it's not... The you'd level have to go of to Walgreens well, it's and, not the level of quality. It's a camera for shooting home videos. It's not a camera for shooting professional videos. Like they uh, added in a class. We at, could
1: shoot a sick horror movie on a home video camera, <laughs>
0: though. Yeah, but like
1: something that looks like found footage. That I probably wouldn't use the eye. one I don't she know, had like though. Cutting children in pieces. <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody's like, hey, Merry Christmas. And then the window breaks and the camera falls down and then the camera gets picked back up and it's like two days later and it's just body parts. Aww.
0: Bathtub.
1: Like, you can make a crazy fucking movie using an old... For, like, <sighs>
0: well, gonna well, they make a lot of effects, too, which is kind of the nice thing about digital. You can... it. It's not quite the same, but you can emulate that film style quite a bit. But, um they added a class at MTSU after I graduated because the campus bought like a super eight camera. So they actually have like a mm-hmm. film camera that you can take a class and learn how to use and stuff. But they uh, bought, bought that one. after I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> I think Ally teaches that. We should that.
1: get one. We should get one. They're I, expensive. I should fix my Remington so that you can have a typewriter and then you can try to type on a typewriter and I'll try to shoot a film on a Super 8 camera. You get to write this. <laughs> I script messed
0: around out. with it a little bit that day that you were at work <coughs> and I was, re- yeah, I was trying to record the audio because I remember I was like texting you like, Oh, How not, my, not
1: my Royal. Oh, yeah. It was the Remington's royal, yeah. The, the old, old one that needs to be cleaned out and fixed. And it makes
0: me nervous because I'm not, I've never used any of that stuff and I was like, I'm going to break the ribbon. Yeah. Like, what do I do? <laughs> I was like nervously texting you. Like, I don't think this is okay. I think I should wait till you get home. It's like,
1: it's going to make the noise with or without the ribbon. No, so, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, well, you use it to write, though. I didn't want to yeah. mess up no. your typewriter. If type you want to
1: own an old uh, typewriter, by the way, and write on an old typewriter, go to um, Office Max or one of those types of stores and buy receipt ribbon for like um, I think that's what it is. Calculator ribbon? It's a small, small loop. But if you own a Royal from the early 1900s, it pops right in there. It doesn't fill the space. It's not as thick as it should be. But talking smart solutions, it'll save you roughly $120 a reel. So, I did not know that. That's kind of cool.
0: How'd you find that out? Was that just coincidence or?
1: Um, I found out that the typewriter completely worked. Uh, But the ribbon was completely toasted because it was a ribbon that had been put in there. No shit, I think it's in a Ziploc bag in that desk. I think I kept that ribbon because I was was so old. Because it was so old. Somebody put that ribbon in there with intention. It hardly got used, and then it dry rotted. Uh And uh, I was trying to come up, it took me like three or four days. And then I just went over to uh, Staples, and I was like, we're Office Man, one of those fucking stores and uh, I was like I bought this old ass royal typewriter is there any shot in hell that you still have typewriter ribbon and the dude was like no we were not <laughs> carrying that in the 80s we've not carried that in a long time and so I went back home and I opened up the covers and I took a picture of it and I said does that look like anything you've ever seen before and he was like oh no that looks like the calculator ribbon
0: that's crazy. That's really yeah, cool.
1: Yeah, so I I bought that and I brought it home and it fits. You know, it doesn't. It gets jammed up on time to time if you start going too quick and it's a little thinner. So it'll if you're not careful, it'll tear. But you can run it through the typewriter, and I've had it for about a year, <laughs> and i am you know only starting to start running out of it. I need another one, which is why I don't write on it as much. But. Um, it gets spotty in a couple of places, and so you can reverse the the reel mm-hmm. and start over again at the thicker parts, and you just kind of have to keep an eye on, is, am I coming up to a place that's basically held together by a thread?
0: Had you ever used a typewriter before you bought that one?
1: Like, fucking around in antique stores, mm-hmm. but never for writing, no.
0: Because I was like, I wouldn't even know that that was a thing you even had to replace it all so did you have to like research that or did you just know that already like I, I wouldn't have known there was a thing in there that you had to replace to be able to use it oh no
1: no no i knew enough about typewriters yeah <laughs> I didn't know that. i'd seen pictures of typewriters the first
0: time that that day i was yeah. trying to do the audio of the typing sound like you were like yeah like don't tear the ribbon i was like What's the ribbon? <laughs> I was like, I don't know what that, that is. It's thing
1: that sits in front that you have to refill and if you let it sit too long, it gets dry. So. <laughs>
0: is it coated in ink? How does that work? What is the ribbon?
1: I, 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 again, a question we should have asked Shelby. She probably would have known the answer to I'm
0: assuming it's gotta be coated in some kind yeah. of ink. Like,
1: Well, I mean, it's, def- it's an ink ribbon. So. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing that your printer runs on. Except that you're hitting a key, and the key is to strike the ribbon. So if you don't hit it hard enough, it doesn't hit the ribbon. If you hit it too hard, you'll break the ribbon. And if you type like I do, like a full-fledged fucking maniac, you're going to have gaps in that ribbon that are just wire. And then it types (laughs) nothing, and you have to rewind it and fast forward. I'm
0: curious how it doesn't dry out. Oh, it does.
1: That's what I just said. Like The the part that's exposed will dry and then the other parts, because they're all mashed together, those will more or less stay okay.
0: So when it winds through, does it like rehydrate or is that part just forever dead?
1: I would guess because I've had this ribbon for forever and I just keep winding it back and forth Hmm. when I hit a dry spot.
0: Things I didn't Mm -hmm. know.
1: You also wind up with a lot of uh, interesting irregularities because they depend on keystroke and you sometimes have errors in the letter. So, like, it, it's not perfectly lined up. And it adds almost a sort of poetics to the, the way it looks on, you know, mm-hmm. on paper. You have to be careful about margins and how, where to indent the line at. Like, you got to, like, indent the line at, like, five different... You know, so you don't just have big blocks. and.
0: That's interesting. Yeah, I, w- w- I never would have thought that, that would have been that technical. Yeah. That's interesting.
1: Well, it, it doesn't feel technical, but I enjoy Well, that's it. probably because you know what you're doing, though. I enjoy writing, <laughs> but... If you tried to explain a Super Eight, I'd lose my. phone. <laughs> well,
0: like, I've never shot with a Super Eight, so that would be a whole learning experience for me too. But I guess that is something that eventually becomes second nature because there are, like all these things you have to do with the camera, like oh, check your white balance, like yeah. check your aperture, check you're your ISO. With something
1: where it's like that thing didn't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you either knew that internally or you didn't. Yeah, no. but be,
0: after a while, it becomes second nature. So hmm. that's fascinating. I didn't. I just assumed you typed forever and typewriters always worked. <laughs> <laughs> and- I didn't even think the, about the ink. It hits
1: the end of the rail. You have to turn it down a line or two. If you want double space, you create double space. And so, like, sometimes you accidentally get two and a half space. <laughs> it looks a little weird. And then you got to slide the rail back over manually. It doesn't just reload. The ones in the 80s did, but I'm talking about it's, like, in 1909. Like, this thing's over 100 years old. Yeah. It's like it still their, works. It's, like, their first portable typewriter. By portable, I mean... It is screwed into dry rotted board at this point and the box lid uh, doesn't sit right on the hinge. But this would be the equivalent of carrying your MacBook around in a laptop bag. You had this 40 pound (laughs) briefcase that's shaped like a hexagon. And won't uh, you would get to your office and you'd pop the lid open and you'd load in a piece of paper, sit on the train people looked at you like you owned a fucking apple product but it won't
0: um like if you accidentally got it wet it's not gonna ruin it i mean you'd have to worry about rust or whatever i guess but like that's the funny thing to me about early technology like that um projector you bought me which it's electric you know you gotta plug it in for it to work so you can't get that thing wet but um still runs like it's missing one of the um I'm sure there's a proper name for it, but like one of the wheels to spin the film through, one of the reels to run the film through, but um.
1: But the pegs there, so.
0: No, I don't think it's a backup. I think you have to have both because I've seen pictures and you spin the film up and then back down, almost like half of an eight shape. So I think you have to have both, but um. It runs and like... Yeah,
1: we plugged it in and outside of like a dust smell that we need to blow the dust out of. It needs to be cleaned. It it shot a light out. It did the whole fucking thing. It was designed in the 50s. (laughs)
0: Like my camera that I currently own, you know, another 20, 30, 40 years from now will literally just be a a fancy little paperweight. Like eventually that thing will never work at all anymore.
1: yeah, kids will laugh at this.
0: You know? <laughs> They'll be on to holograms They're or like, whatever. They're like, you
1: guys still used iPhones? <laughs> That's fucking nuts. We've been com- you know, committed to this whole telecommunication thing. For- it's
0: it's interesting, though, if you really think about it, like how much more advanced the quality in the technology is, but the longevity of it is so, well, so diminished.
1: It's intentional. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it is. They want you to buy the updated version. My iPhones conveniently
0: always seem to be significantly yeah. shittier as I'm running out of warranty. Yeah. I've
1: got like a 30s or 40s Remington. And I know that if I YouTube it enough times, I can pull it apart and put it back together again. And that thing's going to run like a champ. If you sent me a YouTube video on how to rebuild my MacBook, I'd kill <laughs> myself. <laughs> i mean, like, I have to go to Asia and abduct a Chinese sweat servant? They used to make
0: the uh, old model ones where you could pop the keys out of the keyboard yourself, like, really easily. Mm-hmm. If you accidentally spilled fluid in them so you could clean the keys out so the keys wouldn't be sticky and they've done away will with that. I walk in
1: there and pour a beer on my typewriter right now. Don't do that. And set it in the sun and write on it tomorrow. But they've
0: <laughs> they've done away with that feature. They are, like making them where you have to depend on the manufacturer like you can't clean it yourself anymore you would literally have to take the whole thing apart and like the motherboards like in the way of the keyboard and all this crazy stuff so it's i don't like, know what
1: a motherboard is
0: <laughs> you need
1: it. to teach me how to make that <laughs> <laughs> and thus when you know the ice age comes and we're all frozen in our chairs like that father john misty song uh, that thing is going to take a long time for the next people to figure out. Mm-hmm. And the typewriter is going to be like their jumpstart. That's going to be like hieroglyphs that we left behind. It's like they've given us these machines <laughs> that make numbers because they will survive the fucking ice age.
0: <laughs> I'm just totally screwed if there's an ice age in my lifetime because I don't know how to hunt and I'm not smart enough to make Oh, no, we're all totally things, screwed. too. So completely screwed I I will be one of the people that don't make it
1: (laughs) you alright? yeah
0: I'm chill I've I've had a bit of a migraine all day today so I'm just in like low key mode
1: that works (laughs) where are we at on time do you think?
0: probably a good 30-40 minutes if I had to guess where do you think we're at on time?
1: Well, I, I gauge time via where my beer sits. Uh, 46. Woo! Sweet!
0: That was a question on um, I, that site that I told you like had jobs on there that you could apply for. And, um, oh, is that
1: what that was?
0: Well, it's a company.
1: Oh, oh yeah. I, I, is the one that you sent me the other day a job?
0: Yeah, the one I sent you the other day was like an actual job for like a news. I source. saw it,
1: and I was like, have to set up the store, and I completely forgot to go back to it.
0: Yeah, the one, I, the last one I sent you was like a they were looking for like an editor for like a news company.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but the the one I sent you like a couple of days ago that I told you seemed a little sketchy afterwards. Um, that was one of the questions they made. <sighs> they had like a position available for a video editor and then they also had a position available for like a writer or something like that. And I applied for the video editor position and then they make you go on their site and like create a profile and upload your resume and all that. And I was like, okay, that's fine, whatever. But then they make you take these little tests and I, it's like a job where you can work remotely. So maybe they're trying to gauge like how much you know or like how high your education is or whether or not you speak english i don't know what the point of it was but they had like all these stupid tests i had to take that were like something you would see on like a TCAP test like word problems and yeah. all this bullshit but that was one of the questions they asked like can you gauge time without looking at a clock so i think the answer is yes <laughs> i think i can
1: Of have you like, <laughs> do you jerk off Pat your belly and bang your head against the ceiling at the same time. (laughs) It's got you, bro. (laughs) Oh, the fucking shit that we got to do to find a job is nuts. Yeah. It's crazy because, like, in this part of the country, I know next to nobody trying to do anything vaguely creative. Like not next to nobody. They're my friends. Musicians.
0: Like, there are a lot of musicians. There's there are a
1: lot of musicians. We live in Nashville, mm-hmm. um, but like there's not a huge writing community in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. I feel like it's pretty like, much a group only that news. Hangs people. out at the Green Dragon, and that's it. Where's
0: that
1: at? That's over by the fucking railroad track.
0: I'm familiar with the name.
1: The the Green Dragon is like this small, um, the way it's been described to me, and I've been there so I can attest that the description that I initially heard is the best description. (laughs) A Lord of the Rings-esque bar.
0: Oh, my God, we yeah. have to go.
1: No, it's cool. It's a, it, it, a microbrewery, right? Uh, the first time I got the invite, like, I can't remember why we were why going Why haven't out you there.
0: told me about I, this?
1: I, I definitely told you about it. I oh thought you my knew about God. it. Oh, i name got, it the name
0: before. The first
1: time I got invited out there, um, because I went probably five or six times, and it was brilliant every time. It's just not really my scene. Um the first couple of times I've gone out that way, uh, no, not the first couple of times, the first night that I went out that way, um, I couldn't believe it. It was in like this fucking big white building and there's like a, uh, like a flea stand on one side, you know, like one of those type of like budget barn type places
0: like a flea market
1: yeah and the address we were given was the next building over which was a it 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 had a shop glass window the building was completely fucking empty like there was nothing on the walls and there were chairs stacked in the corner and there was a big board in the window that said anger management and DUI classes. Like, like it was all about people who had to go to court meetings, like, court-orchestrated meetings for anger management or DUIs. And they were both held in this, like, weird fucking building. And I was like, this is a... I'm not going to an intervention. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I have yet to have a DUI. I've already been to anger management. (laughs) I'm not fucking doing this. And, uh... Then I walked to the end, and the the third little part on the right-hand side, right next to the uh, railroad track filled with homeless people, is this kick-ass little spot. You go in there, and they make beers that taste like Budweiser or taste like Guinness, but they're not either one of those situations, and... Uh, the atmosphere is really fun. Like they're all like dressed up and they're they're happy to be there. There was a girl there. I don't know if she worked there or if she just did drugs there, but she um, played the violin on <laughs> rollerblades, rollerblading around the hardwood floor. And it's not a big building.
0: That's <laughs> madness.
1: It's a it's a it's a comfortable sized bar. You know, you could probably fit fifty people in there. And she's just rollerblading around, like, the ten tables. <laughs> and she would just come by, Wah. whatever song she was playing on her violin. And then, like, she'd sit down and she'd talk to people and she'd just get right the fuck out and play the saying. violin. No, we're definitely doing this. No, we, we, we should
0: definitely go. I can't believe you've never told me about I,
1: I could have sworn you knew about this place. These are like... your people. This is where, you know, um, they hold that, that, that workshop that Akuna goes to.
0: What workshop?
1: Writing workshop. Oh, uh, i Yeah, but don't it's think the only one that, that I know about in town. That's what I was getting to. The only one that I know about, you get a, a lady with roller skates and a violin skating around the table. That's and I've never lady. been. I'm sure they're brilliant writers. I'm sure that they're having a damn good time. <laughs> but I can't go in there and tell my, like.
0: Dark stories to yeah, these. my
1: fucked up, like. These child evisceration stories to people that are trying to write you know like fantasy novels <laughs> and, like we're not going to click <laughs> I should do it because I'm sure it would be a fun night
0: did I tell you about that um, I have a friend that's from Ohio hi <laughs> Um, and I, I went uh, I drove up to Ohio to see her when she was still living there uh God, it's been several years now. It's probably been a good three, four years now. Um, But there was a bar in Ohio and I cannot for the life of me remember what this place was called, but it was like centered around the concept of you come and hang out there for like hours and drink. And I think they sold food and stuff too, but they had floor to ceiling like shelves that like lined the walls of every board game you could ever imagine like so many fucking board games God and damn. so you come there and you you eat and you drink and you like get a bunch of people gathered together at this table and you play board games yeah,
1: everybody together takes acid and plays monopoly i think we
0: played clue <laughs> but, yeah. if i'm remembering right like,
1: yeah, we, we were definitely on acid
0: <laughs> we were not acid,
1: on acid playing clue would be we were a not weird on acid. we were drinking no.
0: I but it was the best place oh, I've ever seen in my life. I was like what a brilliant concept and like no, there was a literally...
1: bar we used to go to where it was like you'd occasionally get live music. Outside of that you listen to the owner's iPod. They just served coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a, was that Tarboosh? So- Uh, No, Tarbouge was the B-Y-O-B that I... Oh, yeah, that's right. Because I was like, I've been to Tarbouge before. This was... uh, The the guy lives on the street. I pass him in traffic every morning. (sighs) He waves at me. He he fixes cars. But he's this dude from New York. He's owned two or three businesses. And I'm not going to call him out because we were, you know, underage and smoking (laughs) tobacco in his establishment uh, roughly a decade ago. But we would go over there. It's where I met um, Andrew Jackson Jihad. You remember that band that I showed you? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Brave as a Noun and the People yeah. the Reckoning 2. Mm-hmm. That was like his favorite song, <laughs> and I'm convinced that he was on acid <laughs> just listening to People of the Reckoning 2 over and over again. But um, no, that was that kind of place. It's like, what are we doing tonight, guys? And it was like smoking hookah and playing board games. Yeah. <laughs> And then Andrew Jackson Jihad would just show up in a van because they were driving through the area. They'd come in with their celloist and shit. <laughs> You'd just sit there. And everybody was on pills. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> that place didn't make any fucking sense. Nashville's a weird music scene. You, you, you if you ever come here, new person from Australia. Um, (laughs) thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, if you ever come here, never go to Broadway, go to two bars on Broadway, go get dinner on Broadway, maybe at the hard rock, get yourself a t-shirt better
0: yet. Just go somewhere more interesting.
1: Yeah. And then just wander away and find these crazy ass places. I used to go to a death metal club that my buddy, Josh, not the one I work with other Josh. Um, used to play in and it was in the parking lot of an adult toy store (laughs) he's like we're making it big and i was like the strip club is on that side of the interstate and the porn store is within walking distance and so we would like smoke cigarettes out there and then just walk over to the porn store and see how long we could hang out in the porn store at like fucking 11 o'clock at night. Like sneak in behind some drunk that was a, gonna be a bigger problem. Never looked that guy directly in the eyes. I was 6'2". I could get away with it. And you fucking you just me and Got in a fucking sword fight with Pirates of the Caribbean fucking dildo swords. Oh yeah, I I forgot you told me that story. <laughs> Nashville's a wild fucking city, okay? Ooh. It's crazy, but you have to go look for the crazy. You can't, you'll actively find it because I saw a woman play the spoons on the street that I gave her $5 and she went directly to her heroin dealer on the corner and then used that spoon to shoot a heroin directly, you know, behind me. Like, I had to cover for her. I Don't was like, yeah, I'll
0: look out. Selling this city very no, well. No,
1: no, 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 I, I. That's what the city is. People have this illusion where it's like, I'm going to go make it big. It's going to be like Los Angeles. Hmm. Broadway is skid row. It's filled with homeless people.
0: Well, not even that. And they They're... keep
1: renovating the fucking bars. Like, Kid Rock's got a big-ass goddamn bar, and a right across from that, any night of the week, I promise you. There are people who are much more talented dying on a sidewalk.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, not even that. Like, there are people that have lived here their whole lives, grew up here, like, grew up in the music scene, and then kind of naturally picked up music themselves. And, like, I've met people who are like, I moved here from whatever state so I could be a musician. Yeah, it's like moving
1: to LA to be an actress. Yeah, I was
0: like, did you not think there would be people (laughs) here already doing that same thing? Yeah, it's
1: 2019. (laughs) Why are you still moving to a place? You don't need the industry. You have technology to, to tie a fat bow on this entire episode. We don't need the Super 8 camera, and we shouldn't need the Super 8 mind thought. You know, like this fucking concept that they're still in charge. Mm-hmm. They're not. Coming you can for you, old Hollywood. A fuckload more and reach a fuckload more people with a fuckload less money than you've ever been able to do in your entire goddamn life. Shelby can sell me those fucking lamps. <laughs> Bones and dead babies, and that deserves an audience.
0: They're they're dolls. They are not dead babies in our lamps. <laughs> Let well,
1: they're, me clarify they're that. Those are baby dolls. Those are
0: dolls. We do not endorse killing children. Well, I'm amping myself
1: up I'm <laughs> a little drunk, but no, you, you you don't need the big expensive thing to do anything. We found out the other day that we have a new listener in Australia. Me mm-hmm. too. I've never been to Australia.
0: You have <laughs> sold work to Australia, though. I have
1: sold work That's to Australia.
0: Not who's listening to us for sure,
1: but <laughs> if you are, I'll take another job. I, I, I need help. Um, no, we've reached states we've never been to. We picked up Utah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We've got a few. We've got both of the Carolinas, Florida, Utah, Washington, California, New Jersey. I don't know anyone in New Jersey. That's probably Fagan. I think we have that's New old York old. also.
1: Yeah, that's, that might be Gat, but i have to talk to him.
0: There's quite a few. Yeah. So thanks, guys. Appreciate no, you.
1: But, uh, it, even if it is like just the military family, like it, it, it means a fuckload to me that it's... Spreading like a goddamn disease. And if there's only one of you per state, we're doing pretty fucking good. <laughs> Considering we spent $40 on the setup and we're feeding it through a graduation present. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's been a process. So if you're starting small and all you have is your iPhone well, the or idea your notebook still write the thing or go shoot the thing. Yeah,
1: no, it, it shouldn't limit you. It might limit the audience, you know, but it, it, it'll it do nothing but develop a stronger fundamental. It should work in a minimalist way, you know. Like, I don't know, I'm feeling a little contemplative.
0: <laughs> in a good way or a bad way?
1: In a good way. In a It's just... I don't know. Ooh. Ow. Ooh, ah, uh, uh, I want to be <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> uh, All that to say, uh, what we learned about the microphone this week. <laughs> Was that when we have three people surrounding it, Kristen has to spend a lot more time editing.
0: Oh, yeah, I don't want to talk about that, that, (laughs) because that's tedious as fuck. If you want to edit my audio for free, because I can't afford to pay you, feel free to hit me up. Because I have a great level of respect for people who do audio, but I fucking hate audio. And it's important, like, if you have a film with shit audio, that's, like, the first thing people are going to complain about. So props to all you audio people out there. But Jesus Christ, it's so tedious to edit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Can we, uh, I'm sorry that I, like, pumped the brakes. I checked the timer, and now all I can see out the side of my head is that recording line. I'm tripping out to it, so.
0: Well, there's also a pizza to be made.
1: Yeah, that's probably it, too. I'm starving and we're an hour and a half at least away from dinner, so we're going to make us some pizza. Do you have a favorite flash out of the book you started today?
0: Oh, I don't know, because I read like a good 30 pages. I read quite a few. Yeah, we went to the the diner (laughs) again today, and uh, since we're not doing a Two Star Tuesday today, uh, I read while Brett furiously edited once again.
1: What did you read?
0: Uh, it's a book that you did for Arroyo's class, right? Yeah. So it's called Pretty, and I am not going to say her name because I'll butcher it.
1: I'm going to go with Kim Chin Yeah. C H I N Q U E E. Yeah,
0: it sounds about right. Um,
1: She's a professor of some school.
0: I won't spoil. Why, but it's a book of short stories and they are heavy hitters. Flash fictions. Yeah. Flash, <laughs> sorry, flash fictions. And they are heavy. They're good, but they are very heavy. I did so they're find. They're all
1: about a paragraph, paragraph and a half. Occasionally a page or two.
0: I'm trying to remember. There were a couple of lines that I really liked. They're, they're not very. Were any of
1: them starred that you read today?
0: Uh, one. Above the Limit was starred.
1: Was it any good?
0: I don't think it was one of the ones, ironically, that stood out to me. Oh. Um, This is a... No,
1: I want you to pull one that you like.
0: Well, I was going to say, because I think we've mentioned that in another podcast before, um, you know, Brett, like, marks up his books and stuff, and I do too, and this is one of the ones that, you know, he had to read for class, so there's a bunch of markings in it, and it was interesting to read through it and see all the stuff that... um, He is marked up, and like some of them, I'm like, oh yeah, like that, like that makes sense to me. And then some of them, I'm like, okay, that line was interesting, but two lines down, like this one stood out to me more, or whatever. So it's been kind of. You should
1: write in a different color. It's your your book. It's your
0: book. Well,
1: I'm inviting you to read it. Maybe I'd like to see what you found interesting.
0: (laughs) I wish I had thought to remember any of these pages because there were a couple of lines that I liked that I pointed out to you and you're just gonna be listening to me breathe into the mic then trying find to find-
1: that... <laughs> I thought maybe you you'd pointed out a bunch of really pretty sections.
0: I, mean, I don't remember what pages they were on though because like I said, I blew people. through like 30 pages.
1: Of <laughs> the problem is a lot of these pair with one another.
0: Da-da, that I'll edit out Da-da. later. Am I gonna read? Do
1: you want me I to? I don't
0: have as pretty reading voice as you do. Uh, this is called Bridge. It's on page 22 of Pretty by Kim Kinchi. Is that what we said? Kimchi. Yeah, I don't know. It's spelled C H I N Q U E. <laughs> Once again, yeah. I don't know. I have no idea how you pronounce that. I'm not good with names. Uh, but page 22, Bridge. She remembered him calling from the bridge in San Francisco, hotels in Tokyo and Moscow. They'd met, oh, sorry, and they'd meet sometimes so into their affection they rose out of their encounters with bruises. Now they were apart again, and he wrote to her, saying he was desperate. That wasn't how they'd started all those years before, when she felt in control, letting him do things to her. Now she said no, there was no way. She was nice at first. She'd ride him, sing hi, hello. She'd say, but that wasn't how it went. She put on her shoes and ran far. That's it. <laughs> I wish I'd marked. There were a couple of really pretty lines. I wish I'd marked. You
1: can pick and choose, my love.
0: Yeah, I could edit out the awkward silence. You guys wouldn't know the difference. <laughs>
1: Do you have a favorite sentence?
0: There were a couple, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like I don't remember. Um I know that was one I pointed out to you. This is on page twenty five. It's uh he was on the second floor. Uh I just thought the line, like it's two very simply structured sentences but paired together like a very powerful thought. Um she wanted to make love. He said he didn't know how.
1: No, it's brilliant. The, the, the whole book has got this overarching thing, but you catch it all in these fragments, these very small fragments. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for a introductory lesson into flash fiction, can you give us the title one more time? Uh, pretty by Kim, I'm going with Shiniki. I have no it idea. It might be kimchi. Chi. I don't think kimchi, but kimchi might be racist. Yeah, I don't have no idea. Um, I'm not good with names. But I think, we good to cut it there? I think, we gotta do our plugs. We gotta do our plugs, we gotta make dinner, I gotta pee. Um, you can find us.
0: There are a lot of places you can find us. Where would you like to find us? On Facebook. Facebook.com slash nightmareboxproductions.
1: Maybe over there on Instagram to <laughs> see pictures and shit.
0: <laughs> that would be at nightmareboxproductions. And
1: Twitter, where I can ignore something 30 seconds later. You can find <laughs> that, us at it.
0: That would be at nightmareboxpro.
1: And uh, if you want to send us an email, which I'm dying for emails, I'm dying for uh, literally any of you to just give me a hug. Oh. You can find us at
0: <laughs> uh you can email us at nightmareboxproductions@gmail. at gmail.
1: I promise you I will answer those shits, just start sending them in. All right.
0: And uh the website is the nightmarebox.blog. You can check out stories, you can see the dolls which we're constantly referencing, you can buy Brett's book, which is the Madman Mad
1: Diary is a collection via your boy. <laughs> Um, be patient with us, team. <laughs> We're going to make it out alive. I love you. I love you. And I love you, guys. And we'll talk to you in a couple of days.